an Ironic Media production. Visit us at I-R-O-N-I-C-K media.com. All right, before we get started on this episode, I wanted to share with you that I am now on Wisdom App. It is an app where we can connect and you can ask me questions and we can keep the conversation going about this week's episode. So please jump over to where you download apps on Apple or on Android and pick up the Wisdom app. It has Einstein with headphones on. Find me at Amy Stark, just Amy Stark. We can talk about the podcast and we can talk about anything that you're wondering about your journey. We can connect there. And I am so grateful that this app exists. So please come on over and let's get this conversation going. I can't wait to see you there. I had my best year I've ever had in my entire life. And I just know 2022 is going to blow this one away. I actually think I might've had my best year too. And I don't, that seems very funny, but I feel great. (laughs) I feel the best I've ever felt physically. I feel the best I've ever felt mentally. I feel more at peace. I'm super happy and super grateful to be here. And I encourage everybody to take this time when we are undergoing all these craziness out in the world and connect to the most important thing you can connect to, which is yourself and have that why of like, what are your biggest goals? Like my biggest goal this year was to get healthy and everything I did, I tried to match that up to my goal and say, does this match my goal? And if it does, it's a hell yes, go for it. If it doesn't align with your goal, don't do it. Welcome to the Stark Transformation Show. I'm your host, Amy Stark. This show, I'll be sharing messages of hope, healing, and transformation. I'll teach you how to shift your mindset, conquer your fears, and become the best version of you. You'll hear incredible stories of transformation and about the extraordinary journey I've been on for well over a decade. My connection with energy is so strong, and I can't wait to share it with you. Let's get started. Hey, Amy. Hey, Amy. What's up? (laughs) Happy 2022. Yeah. We are recording this podcast end of 2021, and it will be released today on January 4th, 2022. And we thought, why not talk about the year and review our successes and failures and talk about what we want for 2022 and the ways that we're going to go about getting those things. Amy, you have some amazing... I am so excited for you to announce this. Some amazing information for us. What tell us? Yes. I have officially completed my 75 hard program. Yay! <laughs> and the crowd goes it, wild. <laughs> yeah. It feels so good. And the reason why it feels so good is because if you asked me, even in the beginning of the year, like someone presented the 75 hard program, I'd be like, yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> and I signed up for it and I I knew what I was getting into and it was an awesome program. And for those that you ha- don't know about it, go look up 75 hard. You'll see there's five critical tasks you have to do every day for 75 days in a row. And I was doing great, as we've mentioned. And on day 52, I neglected to read 10 pages of a book and I had to start over. 
So I did another start and I did 75 consecutive days of the five critical tasks. And the sheer fact that I was already on day 52 and I had to start over, the fact that I actually did start over (laughs) was impressive in itself and made me feel so proud and like badass. And the fact that I did it and pushed through and and completed it makes me feel like a total badass. You so are. I, I am, I am. And I, I really have been working to acknowledge it and not like minimize it because mm. that's what I do. I'm like, oh yeah, I did it. And I think it's great and I'm so excited it's over, but like I really am working to being like, Amy, this is what you did. And what I did was I read 10 books I've never read that many books in a year in my life, let alone a quarter of a year. I drank 127 gallons of water in in 127 (laughs) days of doing it. I completed uh, 254 workouts consecutively in 127 days. Uh, That includes 381 miles of walking. Wow. Outside. With that, I improved my yoga practice. I honed in and and embraced my yoga practice and really saw incredible results with regards to my focus, my breath, my flexibility, the way my body felt. I did harder workouts where I incorporated some weights, which I never really done. And then the walks were like incredible because it really gave me and Mark time to connect. We talk about just our goals, our dreams, We talk about challenges we're going through. We reset because walking really has helped me. Like if I'm having an anxious day, we can talk and just being out of nature is so healing and releasing of negative energy, just the workouts in itself. And the fact that I see my body is just, it's not about how I look more than just how I feel. And my body's just tighter. Like it's more, it just feels better and tighter. I lost, I didn't lose any weight necessarily, but I lost fat and gain muscle. Pictures, like I can see it subtly, but I, I just, I feel better. I feel stronger mentally, emotionally. Yeah. And, and even in the diet I followed was an anti-inflammatory diet. So I know I was working on feeding healthy foods and continuing to heal. So 75 hard was the best program I've ever done in my entire life. I gained so much. I cannot even tell you just signing up for something that I was like, wow, this is going to be hard and just doing it every single day, even when I was traveling and fitting it in, even if I was working at a 1030 at night in the rain and the thunderstorm, it really just showed me that if you put your mind to something, you say you're going to do it and you really focus on it, you can do it. Mm-hmm. We all can do hard things. And this was one of the hardest things I've ever done. And I did it. I did it really well. And I'm super, super, super proud of myself. And I really feel like because I did this, I just know I really can do anything. I really can. I mean, anything that I really want to do that I put my mind to and put the effort into it, you can do it. It's like, and it, the other thing that it really made me acknowledge is that bitch voice, that voice that tells you not to do things, that talks you out of doing the things that are in your best interest. And so when I, when something comes up and I, and I, I see something, I'm like, I should do this. I do it. I don't like say, oh no, don't do it. I just, I say, Amy, you thought it, your intuition, something's pinging you to do that. Just do it. And it's really helping me to connect to myself and to the universe and to receive messages from my higher self or whoever is giving me these messages. So I, I can't put into words how, how much this has mean to me and how much I've grown as a, as a human being, 
spirit, person, whatever you want to call it, over the past 127 days. It's amazing, Amy. And I can see your growth. Like I, I started welling up, just listening to you talk. I mean, it is really an incredible thing that you've done. I just love anytime anybody is scared to do something and then they say yes to themselves and they do it and they see it through. And you saw through even when you could have pretended like your friends had said, why don't you just read 10 pages the next day? And, <laughs> and it's not the same. It's it would have, you would have cheated yourself out of it. And so in the most non-condescending way, I'm proud of you. Like I, I, spirit to spirit, human to human, like you're awesome. You are badass. And I believe that you can do anything that you want. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I'm just, I'm really grateful to myself for, for pushing through and doing it. And I encourage everyone, maybe it's not 75 hard, pick up a 30 day challenge, do something to push yourself to make you uncomfortable and to push through any fears you have, because when you do push through them, it's so beautiful on the other side and it gives you the confidence and the knowing that you can do those hard things. I mean, look at all the things I did. It was all things that were helping me grow, be more healthy, be more you know, mentally clear, whatever it is, all those things contributed to it. And just and just aside, just having to do five things every day, it really is is amazing. And I encourage everybody to push themselves to level up. Yeah. And you've been on this journey for a while. Like you, you've been focusing on your mindset and knowing you can get through hard things. I mean, you've been chronically ill and you're getting so much better. So if you're out there and you're listening and you're like, I wish I could do one thing, then just do one thing. If it's like having more water or walking every single day or whatever, just pick one thing. It doesn't have to be five. Yeah, exactly. From there. Absolutely. Small, simple steps. Add one. I think there's a book called Tiny Habits. Just pick one thing Mm. and work on that. And once you integrate that into your life and you're doing that, it becomes more natural and you you actually crave it. You actually want to do it. It feels weird not doing it. Mm. And then when you get comfortable doing that, add something else. I mean, that's the way to do it. And that's what I've done with my morning routine, working out in the morning and meditating and reading and so forth. I just kept on adding one more thing. And then there we go. I have a morning routine now and I, I can't not do it. Mm. Yep. I, I never was a person that worked out every day, especially when I was sick. I was not sick with ulcerative colitis for nine years. I was barely getting out of bed doing anything. Mm-hmm. So just when, as, as I was healing and, and, and I was had GI issues, major GI issues up until July. And as of August, I am completely, I have no symptoms of my ulcerative colitis. It's been a long journey, but it's just being committed to yourself. I have to agree. I mean, when I look back at the things that I've done in the past to make sure that I can get through hard things, I am grateful for those things. I mean, I tried them because they were, they felt intuitively right at the time, but you know, I've done 14 day fasts where I was juicing and people are like, how did you do that? I'm like, I don't really know other than it felt great to do it. (laughs) And I just kept doing it. Of course, there's those moments where you're like, why do I want to eat something? Like, is this some an emotion that I'm trying to stuff down? Is it what? I love challenging myself. And I was just explaining to someone recently, we do need to get uncomfortable in order to change, right? So sometimes the universe smacks us in the face with what's uncomfortable and other times we can choose it. Honestly, choosing it is a little bit better. (laughs) 
it's a lot choose, better. Yeah. If we choose to be uncomfortable every once in a while or more frequently than that, probably we wind up growing and evolving and changing 10 years ago. Would you have been able to accomplish 75 hard? No, like not even in the beginning of the year, probably it was because you had built up the routine and you, and the expectations and like following through on certain things that really gave you the confidence. So I encourage anybody who is trying to transform their life at this point, because it's the beginning of the year, everybody's like new year, like, let's do this. It's important to stay committed. And if you have fallen short in the past on new year's resolutions, use EFT, if you know it, to help to rewrite that programming that you're going to fail. Personally, right now I'm going through keto. I'm doing a little bit of keto. I'm in week three of keto. (laughs) And a little bit of keto. I feel like you're doing a lot of keto. Oh God, I'm so straight (laughs) keto. It's like ridiculous. Yeah. And I, I, I'm not really sure. Again, like I always follow my intuition and it just felt right. Who's like, yeah, doing keto during Christmas season sounds like a great idea. (laughs) I don't know if it did to me. And so like, I keep joking that I had bread two weeks ago because that is true. And here's the thing. So I have a keto mojo. We were just talking about this, Amy and I, I get the Dave Asprey box quarterly. So I've been getting it for years and I just love the gadgets that he has. In fact, we're going to use some cards that were sent to me in the box this past month, there's a keto mojo he sent me. So, and he specifically, no, <laughs> he just, I know that you me. said that you're like, Dave Asprey sent me. I'm like, of oh, course. That's cool. I meet him all the time on the astral. <laughs> we hang out and talk, but um, anyways, he sent the keto mojo and I had it in the cabinet for a long time and I forgot about it. And then I was talking to my friend, Dr. Lisa. Oh, who's been on the show a couple of times. She's does keto and she says the keto summit and stuff like that. And I texted her and I was like, Hey, what keto meter meter do you love? She's like the keto mojo. I'm like, Holy shit. I think I have that. So I've been testing my blood every morning and every night and sometimes during the day just to check. Cause I'm trying to learn how my body processes things. And there's something very, very interesting going on at night. I cannot get into ketosis at night. So I'm going to reach out and get some help about that because I will have keto. I'll be doing keto meals at night, like steak and broccoli. And I will wake up out of ketosis and I'm like, what the hell is going on? And I keep joking that I have sweet fat. That's what it's burning. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? The good news is I'm losing weight and it's the holiday season. And I'm, I'm actually loving it because I love a challenge. And as you guys all know, I am a uh, numbers person. I love when I get the numbers back. And so the keto, of course I have to prick my finger. Everybody, that's the thing is like, it's like what level of resistance you have. Some, some people I say to them, why don't you get the keto mojo if you're doing keto? And they're like, I don't want to prick my finger. I'm like, really? That's what's keeping you back from like knowing how much progress you're actually having or the numbers or whatever. And some people actually brings me to talking about another number that I recently got that I'm super proud of, Amy. Yeah. This is like my, in my field, we don't really have degrees. What I have done as a psychic medium healer is not a degree, but I know that I have achieved a certain level of success in the field and and becoming an expert. And I, and I've talked to you about this before. Like one time I was just sitting there doing my work and then all of a sudden I was like, ding, and they're like 10,000 hours. And I was like, oh my God, I reached 10,000 hours. I was so spirit that said that to me. And I had this awareness of, oh, that means I'm an expert now. So that was like probably two years ago. Is that 10,000 hours of training or it doesn't include healing hours or it does? Well, I'm sure that it does because you can't become a good healer psychic practicing and without, training. yeah, yeah, without healing yourself and, and all that. So that's so um, awesome. 10,000 hours is a lot of hours. <laughs> was that a recent ping? No, it was, it was like uh, maybe a year and a half ago, two years okay. ago. I think it was right wow. before I started the podcast. Okay. Anyway, so this, this next number that I'm going to tell you is basically my degree, which I feel like. Thank you, God. 
this really shows me that I've been on the right path and that what I do and what I teach people is just extraordinary. I got my DNA sequenced and my immune system is 12 years younger than what I am. That's incredible. I just got the chills. Yeah. Like I am 41 right now, almost 42. And I'm in my late twenties in my immune system. And let's acknowledge that you grew up sick, 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 sick with no chronically ill till 30. So in 10 years time, I mean, it's hard to say, cause I started when I was 26 with meditation and, and studying all this stuff. So let's say I started at 26, but I was still sick. I remember being very chronically ill in my 29th year and being like, what the F, but then that's when I gave, I started giving up gluten and dairy and really healing myself. I left my job just to like follow my passion at 30. So in 10 years time, I reversed my age by 12 years, almost 13. Amazing. But you know what spirit said to me when I, when I was blown away by the 12 years, they actually were like, Amy, that's just what's showing up from below your age. And they basically had said that it was for every year that I've committed to myself, I have gained a year of life. Wow. So I'm actually 16 years younger because I've been doing this for 16 years. So I would have been aged older. So I would have been, I think it was like 45 or something like that. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, and I'm only 42, almost 42. I have significantly reversed everything in my immune system because I am reprogramming my brain, releasing trauma, biohacking my body, doing the hard things. My goal for 2022 is to actually test myself again and actually have it be lower. My real age That's what they say is they call it your real age is just one year younger. I'm going to really knock that down. So that's my goal is to really knock that number down. And if the other one goes down, great. I think it probably will both of them. So we'll see. And it'll be interesting to test it at the end of the year. That's so awesome. Congratulations to you. That's amazing. I am definitely interested in doing that because I've healed myself from a whole rate of colitis. It's an autoimmune disease. I want to see what my immune system age is and one of my goals this year was to learn more about biohacking and how you can do that. And I've implemented some things and I want to continue that. So I I think that you're empowering me and inspiring me to do that as well. And I like being on the journey with you and sharing that information with you. Oh, I would love for you to do it. I think it'd be fun for both of us to have that as our goal at the end of the year. Yeah. Uh, What was cool was they have a diagram where they compare me against everybody else who's taken the test. Now this company's fairly new, so they only have a small subset of people, but these are people who are already very healthy. The average person isn't running in and sequence right. DNA, right? Exactly. So they have a good awareness. They're probably biohackers. So there are, I'm, I'm competing with probably like elite people in terms yes. of, and I was an outlier. I, I meaning in a good way, like, so I am way below the whole section of people who are already good at hacking their health. And so that was even that was, more incredible. Yeah. So good. Yeah. And, and the, the guy who gave me my report and he was talking to me, he's like, I'm jealous. He's like, I'm jealous of your number. He's like, mine's actually two years older. He said, and he, this guy, I met him at one of the summits that I go to in person. And he is so smart. So with it, so on points, he's so handsome, like just looks so healthy. And when he told me that, I was like, holy crap, really? And I'm not going to give out his name, but he's, he's a really awesome guy. I don't think he really care, but I was surprised. I was like, wow huh? Like you can, it's, it was just more evidence that you can really look healthy from the outside and maybe not on the inside. Right. And I, and not to say that he's unhealthy, really. 
Yeah, but not as healthy as you would think. And I agree with that because I can understand that because you've done so much release work of releasing all that baggage and trauma and all those things and all of that stuff that affects your sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system affects your immune system, right? Yep. Yep. So there's so, so here's the thing. Yeah. So again, I'll just remind everybody. Number one, I was chronically ill for 30 years, but I had childhood trauma. I also was gay and not understanding that. So that was creating trauma. I also am super highly sensitive. So that was creating trauma because I didn't understand it. Childhood trauma creates chronic illness and addiction and mental illness later in life. And so that's why we go back and we heal it. And so that we can have a better life moving forward. So anyway, the, the it's obvious that's it. It's worked. I mean, yeah. it literally has changed my immune system. Do you know what Dave Asprey's number is with this? I wonder what I honestly, I was wondering he did interview the owner of the company and I did not listen to the whole episode. So I'm wondering if he talks about what his is. It's stupid kind of to be competitive about it, but I kind of want to be. <laughs> it's competitive and also just like a marker of like, yeah, you know, like if you like dedicate your entire life to biohacking <laughs> and every day you're biohacking, what is your number? Yeah. Well, so what I love about Dave is that he has used himself as a test subject and we all get the benefits of the things that he's learned for him. He, sometimes he takes like three steps forward and he's ahead of us, but then sometimes he's like six steps back because he tried something that really whacked out his body. So I'm super grateful for him and everything he teaches and anything that has ever worked for him and then worked for me. I always share with you all like blue light glasses, super significant change in my sleep aura ring. I love that. In fact, I keep forgetting to check mine today, but yeah, Amy wears an aura ring now. It's just really helpful for knowing your overall readiness for the day and not pushing yourself too hard and really valuing the fact that you have a body <laughs> that might have other wishes than what your mind might think. Right. It's helpful, right? Very helpful. For 2022, I'm definitely interested in introducing even more technology. So we just bought BrainTap as our gift to each other, Fen and I. And so brain tap is something that you wear over your eyes and it sends information into your ears. I haven't tried it yet, but it can lower your cortisol levels by, by 38% in 15 minutes. Whereas the research that I'm aware of for tapping is it lowers cortisol levels by 37% in one hour. So this is like way faster stress release. Yeah. And there's different programs that you can pick to retrain your brain for weight loss or for anxiety or whatever you're going through. So it's pretty, is pretty it awesome. Sound or light or what is it? Well, so it, the light goes into your eyes. So your eyes are closed, but like, cause it's light, it'll just go right through. So that sends a signal to, I guess your pineal gland. And then that helps different things within your body. So this is where people are really falling short in Western medicine, in their understanding of like the body and how it heals and stuff is like, when you experience an emotion, it conjures up a cocktail of hormones and things like that, that surge through your body and do specific things. And if it's, if it's, it's a terrible emotion, it's going to wreak havoc in your body. Right. So when, when we talk about healing, it sounds like woo woo, but it's like, no, what you're doing is you're turning off the fight or flight. And then you're going to go back and you're going to help to unwind and release that trauma that is sitting there. And I think they're in the forefront of really understanding what that is. And I would love to be a part of it even more. So probably in 2022, I will be exploring how I can help the medical system really understand trauma and, 
and, and how it really affects us and our health and, and how we see the world and the life that we create and all that, because it is, it is really <laughs> the basis of, of everything, everything. Yeah. Unfortunately, because trauma creates lenses in which we see the world. And so if, if it's so hard to have a different perspective about the world when you haven't released the trauma, like this is the lens we have and it's keeping us safe. Right. I probably say that once a day, like, wow, they must have a lot of trauma because mm -hmm. now that you're aware of this stuff and you see how people act and react, you're like, wow, it really allowed me to actually stop judging as much and saying like, oh, I don't like them or they're a bad person and just being like, wow, they must have had a really tough life or really must have gone through things and are really acting from a place of that trauma. And it, it really has helped me feel better about other people and my relationship mm -hmm. with them. But it's true. I mean, right. It's not personal. It's one of the four agreements. Personal. Yeah, it's not personal. One of the, a book I'm reading right now is Gabby Bernstein, who I love. The universe has your back. And she talks about a lot of that stuff in there, just judgment and how you react to other people and so forth. And it's really helped me see things a little bit clearer. Here's something that just came to me about judgment. Judgment is separating you from them. And in reality, there is no separation. So when we embrace this idea that this person has come into our life, and let's say if we would normally or naturally judge them, we're forgetting the lesson in which they're there to present and, and ah. help us to heal. Like we're all showing up in each other's lives to help to heal us and, and sometimes trigger us, which helps the healing process because it has mm -hmm. to be erupted or whatever to, to be repaired. The judgment is really stops the whole process in its tracks and makes you feel stuck. Yes, that's exactly what she said. I read that today. It's like <laughs> you, someone's like acting nasty to you or whatever. It's like, okay, what is this? Is really a reflection of something going on within you? And what do I need to see? Because mm -hmm. we're really one, we're alike. What do I need to acknowledge about this situation? And instead of just judging that person, right? That's why in the field that I'm in, we call it the mirror. Everybody's a mirror for what we're going through. And, and it's, it's a little complicated when you say that, but it actually, it really is like, I, I really, truly, when somebody says something and it triggers me, I'm like, oh my gosh, thank you. <laughs> like, wow. I did not know that was going on inside me. And that was running in the background and that's like taking up space on my higher drive. And now I'm going to recalibrate. What, what is that when they defragment. I'm going to defragment my computer right now. Hang on one second. <laughs> and then I put it all back together and I'm like, dude, thanks. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because Mark and I just went on a walk. We're still walking every day together and Beautiful. love it. Right in the beginning of our walk. <laughs> this is so silly. I actually dropped the leash while my dog was pooping and it's a retractable leash. So it, you oh, know shit. where it was going to exactly. Yeah. Oh shit. And Mark gave me this look and to me, the story I told myself was he's like going like, oh, Amy, like, come on, like you dropped the leash, like judging, almost like judging me. And he actually was meaning just to be like, oh, wow, that was close, Amy. And I completely like tr it triggered me. The look on his face didn't say a word, just the look on his face triggered me and I got annoyed. And he's like, that's not even how I meant it. So what I really went to do is go, OK, why was I triggered? Why did that trigger me? What is it? I didn't really get as far as I needed to because I was on a walk with him and then well, I was well, it's like I can't make mistakes. Yeah, I can't make mistakes or I'm being judged for making mistakes mm -hmm. by somebody else. And I think it's yeah, it's it's the story I tell myself that I'm I mess up or I'm not as good as I should be or whatever it is, is I'm I'm judging myself.
that energy feels so different now from who you really are though. You've really left a lot of that behind. I don't oh, really see a it. Lot. Yeah. A lot. And I think that it's just, it's old stuff that I replay that I'm calling out now and I'm recognizing that it's mm -hmm. triggering me and just letting it go. It's something that Mark and I work on a lot because when you communicate with someone all the time, you access those triggers on other people and it's recognizing it and stopping it. It is a work in progress and I've come a long way. It's so helpful to have someone who you feel safe with to mention things to you or you have the space to really talk about it and process it out loud. I feel very fortunate that I have Fen because the two of us are always constantly helping each other to heal and recognize things because we are sometimes on autopilot and we will even joke sometimes and, and say like, she'll call me Josephine sometimes, which is my mom's name. And when she says that it used to trigger me and now I'm like, oh, that's funny. All right. I'll pay attention and like, look at it. How am I just unconsciously becoming my mother? And I'll be like, well, maybe I want to be like that. Maybe, maybe that suits right. me or something. It doesn't. So I'll rewrite that. But anyway, it's pretty funny. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I am grateful every single day that I have Mark who I, I feel so safe with and I can be vulnerable and tell him the things that I'm insecure about or the things that are bothering me and not feel like he's going to judge me. I just feel completely supported. And I, I, I hope that everybody in their life can have somebody like that because mm. it's just it's freeing and it's so helpful in, in our journeys. I agree. Else. Yeah, absolutely. So recently a podcast came out from my aligned group yeah. and the women have transformed their lives so much in the last year. And they were saying how much more present they are, like you're describing how the tools really have helped them to just feel safe to like have these conversations. Now they, the, the aligned group, they're all having it with each other, but we have our persons. Like I have Finn, you have Mark. Mm -hmm. And I just, I love the fact that people are, are just starting to, it's well, that brings me to the next word I was going to, or the next thing I was going to say is the the year of 2022 is evolution. So people are evolving. Like they're, they're starting to realize what's important. Like there was, so 2021 was resilience in resilience. There's a recognition of like the grief. And then there's the like, well, what's, what do I have in me? Kind of like you said, I can do hard things. And it's like, everybody's starting to realize, okay, I can do hard things. Like life can be really hard, but be really good at times. Mm -hmm. And these women and you and me, we, in these dark times where a lot of people are saying 2021, fuck off, like, you know, like never come back, never show right. your face again. And we're, <laughs> yeah. And 2020 dumpster fire. People don't realize like you, Amy, you completed 75 hard in 2021, like during a pandemic, during a time when checking out is probably at an all time high, people are at all time depression level and anxiety level. And rather than seeing and stewing in that you decided to pull yourself up out of it. And I commend you for doing that. And these women have done it. And I really think that we are seeing more so as a planet, what is really here and why we're here. Connection is it. And having purpose, giving back and really up-leveling ourselves. And I, and I'm excited. I feel like a lot of technology, well, actually it's not even just a feeling. I actually, it was confirmed. There's a lot of technology coming out this year. It's coming out in 2022 because of the pandemic. So this is one of the other bright sides of the pandemic is like people were at home having conjuring up these ideas and then being like, well, why not? And so now we have all this new technology at our hands. And there's even a new aura ring that was developed during the pandemic, which I don't have. It's even more sensitive and more accurate. 
And like I said, I got the brain tap, which it was available, but now is more widely available. Like they, they were doing some testing on it. And actually there's also, if you're out there and you're interested, there's a neurofeedback unit that is in a Kickstarter program where you don't need to put the goop on your head and it uses AI technology. So it finds where you are in your healing journey and like how you are as a person and will compete with you there to help rewrite your programming. Now I might be not doing it justice, but like that used to not be available to the average person at all. Basically you have to go to 40 years of Zen with Dave Asprey and have all these neuroscientists sitting with you and putting these things on your head and watching you and progress and everything. And now it's just this cap that you can put on that has these sensors and you can start to change your brain that way. I mean, there's just so much. And it, it actually warmed my heart. Like to think about what will be possible when Aiden is older. Zane. I, I can't believe that's crazy technology. Yeah. It's just I know. more and more and more and more and give us more tools and the ability to actually see what's going on. Yeah. And like I seek what's my freaking DNA. Like that used to never happen. Even back, I, I went to the biohacking concert or concert uh, <laughs> conference. Uh, I mean, it, it was a lot of fun. It's like five years ago or something like that. And I remember talking to somebody who was like, yeah, we'll sequence your DNA for uh, like $1,500 or something like that. And at the time it was like, yeah, this used to cost $10,000. And I was like, wow, maybe I should do it. Here I am doing it. For, I was like $350. And then I got my results back in like three weeks. And like, whereas it took forever. And what's so cool about this true age, that's what I did. It was true age. And they're going to continually send me information about my DNA and my body. And like, they have it. how I respond. It was so funny because <laughs> while I was trying to lose weight, weight loss has been just an issue my whole life. It just has. It's one of the, it was so validating. I think I might've sent it to you, Amy. Did I send it to you as a screenshot of my report that I got that said, you're resistant to weight loss. Yes. And I was like, thank you. Like fucking thank you for yeah. validating what I know to be true. I have to go extreme like keto where I'm doing no grains, which I think maybe grains were actually inflaming me and it was causing inflammation, which that's why I'm excited to get my number at the end of the year, because I think it'll be a lot lower, but yeah, like, and I, oh, I also have to tell you about something I found that I think is also going to be a huge tool, like to transform how I feel next okay. year. It's called P Y M and they are my new best friend. Like, so they are chews, like they're like a gummy, but not, it's not weed. It's not CBD. It has, it's like a vitamin and it has different, I want to say amino acids or whatever in it that, that help you to create neurotransmitters. And I'm telling you, it helps you to relax. It helps you to, my heart rate variability is going up. I don't fucking care about shit. Like the way that I used to care about it, even to the next level, like yeah. this has increased my happiness a good amount. I want to say like 10 to 20% more. And mm -hmm. I already am very happy. Yeah. I find myself not stressing as much about stuff. Like the first time I took it, it was so funny. I, cause I then found it, it was uh, recommended on Tim Ferriss's podcast. And so she bought in and she's like, you want to try this? And I was like, sure. So I did. And we took two each. <laughs> so funny. We're, like drugs. We have no clue what it's going to do. I mean, not no, clue, right. but you know, we knew it was safe and everything. Cause Tim Ferriss right. recommended it. We, know we, we researched it. Yeah. Like we just didn't know what would, exactly what it would do. So anyway, so two of us took it and it takes a half an hour for it to hit you. So we were sitting down eating dinner and we're both looking at Aiden and smiling and like, just like totally like relaxed in our chairs. And he's like, why are you guys looking at me like that? And we were, we just turned to each other like, oh, it must've hit us. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. We were just super relaxed and happy. And by the way, like 
I was right before that I was making dinner and I think it hit me because I was, I was singing, don't worry. Be happy. <laughs> and it just came to me. It was like, it was just why it's the Christmas season. Like I shouldn't happy gummy. Yeah. They're called PYM. And the, the gentleman who created them is a comedian that killed himself. Robin, Robin Williams. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, it's, I kept coming he up with the RO. He created these gummies because Robin Williams is his father and Robin Williams committed suicide. And Robin Williams' son. Yeah, yes. Rob, yes. Okay. I thought you were saying Robin Williams created it. No, no, like, no. Robin Williams' son created oh. the gummies. The reason why he created them was because after his father passed away in 2014, he went to, into a deep depression and he was relying on alcohol and drugs to check out with, mm-hmm. because his feelings were so massive. Mm-hmm. And then he realized that it was just making things worse. And then he stopped alcohol, but he knew that he couldn't, he was like, get really struggling. So then he started doing some research about neurotransmitters and the building blocks for that. And he decided to develop this gummy. And then here we have this gummy now that is like so helpful, at least to me. And it has zero carbs. Like, I don't understand that. It's like zero net carbs. It's one carb. And then it has four dietary grams of fiber. So it's nothing. Yeah, I'm definitely going to try that. It's a great replacement for alcohol. So if you're doing uh, sober January, pick up a PYM box. They're reasonable too. Like a bottle of alcohol costs 60 bucks and you get six packets of these. I don't know how many are in, I can, maybe there's like 20 in each one. Also, they said you can take up to 20 a day, which I, I mean, I take two. <laughs> so I don't know what people need, right. but you really can't seemingly overdose on them, but whatever. That's a no. great idea. So instead of alcohol, PYM, I have been sober for 130 days. Holy crap. Because <laughs> there's no alcohol allowed on 75. That's right. And I'm not a big drinker, but I do miss my glass of wine every once yeah. in a while. And that, that's the thing is like, I don't drink during the week for the most part, like because of my job and I just want to be super focused and on. So this has been a great thing to have in the evening when yeah. I'm like cooking dinner and whatever. So Definitely I, I love it. That. I love you sharing all of your, these hacks. They're very helpful and it's nice. There's so much information and so many products out there that you see. And it's nice to have someone that I know and respect what your opinions are to, to be able to provide that information. You're welcome. It's my pleasure. I, and I actually am really excited about this new wisdom app. So I, it's going to be where I'm going to share some of these things that I'm doing behind the scenes, because I don't always have time to sit down with you or whatever. So I can get on a call and I'm going to have office hours, I think on Tuesdays at 10 AM, I'll, I'll notify you all for sure. You can hop on wisdom app and we can chat. You can bring your problems and we'll just talk it through and so is it like, is it, I don't know, wisdom, is it a, is it like a zoom call with just voice or so is it- it's just voice. So you don't have to do your makeup. No, just kidding. Don't kidding. do that anyway. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. So it's a app where it's kind of like clubhouse, but you get to have more one-on-one interaction and everything is recorded and goes underneath my profile. So because of what I do, they made me a top mentor. So I'm one of the top mentors in the app, which was really an honor to be asked to be a mentor. And I, I want to connect with everyone in the audience. Like I, I want to help further your goals, whatever they are. If that helps you, it's an app wisdom app, just download it and hop on. It's free. So I, I was really excited that, that, that came across my page. Cause I've been looking for the right one. I mean, Mark knows I've been like, where do I go? How do I, how do I reach everyone in a, in a like meaningful, easy way? And mm-hmm. I think this is going to really be helpful. Awesome. I can't wait. I'll yeah. So what do you want to accomplish Amy in 2022? I want to continue to push myself to be 
as we say, uncommon among uncommon people and to continue to do hard things and insert, I guess, chaos or tough things that will push me. I do have fears. Oh, another thing I did, I, sorry, I'm kind of changing the subject, but I did a cold plunge when I was in Charleston a week and a half Love ago. Them. I've never done a cold plunge before. And I do not like cold at all, at all, at all. I don't, I, one of the things that I want to start doing is cold showers. I know cold. Dude, well, let's, let's commit to that. Cause I know I need to do them. Okay. Well, let's let's start start, hard let's, phase let's, one is supposed to have a five minute cold shower. Holy crap. Five minutes. Petrified of that for 30 yeah. days. So I, I think we should, let's do a challenge. We'll do like set a time. I don't know a minute or something like one that. minute is easy to accomplish. And then I think we can work up to 10 minutes. <laughs> one ten. Minute. Well, I will tell you, I, I know I'm changing the subject off of 2021 goal, 2022 goals, but I, I do, this is pushing yourself to be uncomfortable and, and through fear. And I do, I do not like cold water. And I, I, when I went into the cold, cold, cold plunge, I watched a YouTube video and kind of relearned Wim Hof breathing and just to do deep breathing. And I did it for like 30 seconds and then they all ran in the first minute. It was freaking cold. Like everything was so cold, but as soon as I slowed my breath and really was working to, to get it going, my body warmed up and we had a goal of two minutes and I stayed in for three minutes. So it <gasps> really so does get easier and it's so good for your body. It's so good for inflammation. It's good mm-hmm. for your mental clarity. There's so many good things. So Okay, let's do it. I just want to remind the audience why uncomfortable things make us better people, uh, like healthier and stuff like that. So uh-huh. you just said that it has a lot of benefits, but it's literally the mitochondria in our bodies at any given time. Mitochondria make the energy for our body. And there's some mitochondria that are like kind of pulling half their weight, meaning they're taking up space and not doing as much as they should. And when you stress the body quickly, the body's like, holy crap, who's not doing their job? We're firing them. <laughs> and basically they get killed off and then new mitochondria gets built. So you become energetically stronger. So, because nobody's not pulling their weight. So if you periodically, like once a week, twice a week, stress your body drastically like that, then you will build up more energy in mitochondria and get stronger and healthier. That's the way it works. And it doesn't have to be a lot. Well, let's do some research and figure out like what's the optimal amount of time to spend in a cold shower. And then that's what we'll go for. Yeah. We don't want to like do something that's going to actually Im- impede our health. Right. That would be dumb. Right. So, so we'll look but at yeah, that. So definitely, let's do that. So another thing is breathing. I've been practicing different types of breathing as I said before, when I do yoga, really just focusing on the breath and they teach you the Ajayi, was it Ajayi breath? I always don't say it right, but there's a, you breathe, you constrict the back of your throat when you, you exercise or do yoga and you, you breathe through your nose, but it's through your throat and it kind of makes like an ocean sound like, wait, I'm not doing it now. Hmm. It's like deeper breathing. And so just learning different techniques to see what resonates with me. And I have this fear of not being able to breathe. It's like that really, when you get to like, when you hold your breath and it gets really uncomfortable, that mm-hmm. is a, that is a place of fear for me. I, I think about drowning or things like that. And I've been doing these challenges through my meditation app to breathe in for eight, hold for 30 seconds. 
and then you breathe out for eight or whatever it teaches you. And I, I'm pushing through my fear literally when I do it every single time because it's uncomfortable. And I just talk to myself, relax your body, just relax yourself. You're not going to die. You're not going to pass out. You'll be fine. And just talking myself through it. So just continuing to push myself to learn different breathing techniques and just to play with it. Because I, I think that there's a lot of beauty on the other side or doing that practice. So that's another thing I want to do. And then I mentioned biohacking just to, you know, add some more tools and make simple changes or whatever I need to do. So those, I think, are the three areas of my, that I want to focus on. Do you but overall, just do hard things. Do you have a biohacking tool that you're thinking about? No, I, I no. Mm-hmm. Well, I think actually, I think the actual... Brain tap? No, I was going to do the mojo, the... Oh, keto you know, mojo, right. Yeah, I think I'm going to do that first. Because okay. I do, it also does glucose and I want to, Yeah. I definitely need to get my sugars, my glucose <laughs> examined more closely because I definitely, I probably can be doing better with monitoring my glucose levels. You might be surprised. I was surprised. My glucose is way better than I thought it would be. That's and ultimately awesome. I, I'm, I'm grateful that I'm in a place because I have battled my weight my entire life. I was dieting since I was in eighth grade. I did Weight Watchers. I mean, so always battling my weight and I'm finally at a point in my life where, you know, I'm okay with where I am. I just want to be as healthy as possible. Mm -hmm. And I think that's through because I eat a very healthy, clean diet. I think ultimately, and I, and I work out and have been building muscle. I think it's helped kind of get me to a point where I'm steady, but I I think that I just want to continue. I want to live the longest, healthiest life possible Mm -hmm. and happiest. And, and that's the thing that is interesting. Once you, once you do the work that we're talking about, And like, as I was saying, the ladies in the Align group have realized this as well this year is like, there's so much beauty and love and connection that's possible. And your circumstances are somewhat, I think, irrelevant. They were saying like in a year where we were not allowed to connect with people, we found the deepest connections we've ever had in our lives. And it's because they found like-minded people. and. It's, it's when you are with like-minded people, you feel safe, you feel seen, you feel heard. It creates a connection that is different than what we're used to. And I think we are evolving to realize what that really means and, and who our people are, you know, what our quote unquote tribe is. I don't love that word, but <laughs> it's stolen, right? Word from Native Americans. So that's why it's a little bit like, I, I, some of the times I'm, I'm describing energy or feelings or things like that. Like when I say, pr- I'm proud of you, like there isn't a word in English that describes the actual word that I'm saying, like spirit to spirit. I, I guess namaste is the best one. I see the light in you and you see the light mm. in me. It's like, oh yes, I see you. Like, that's what I'm trying to say is I see the effort you put in. I see you and your transformation. And I honor that. I love that. And and I do want to add that something I do put a lot of intention behind. I've set manifested it or whatever, or set the intention that I am going to continue to accumulate people in my life that vibe on the same level and that are woke and that believe in the same things that I feel a deep connection with. I was telling Amanda who yesterday we were talking about somebody, she's like, she just doesn't get any of this stuff. And I'm like, good for you that you're friends with her. And if that works for you, but I really can't, I have a hard time being friends with people like that. Like I'm really giving my energy to those types of relationships where it just doesn't feel like I have that connection. It doesn't feel authentic. And I feel like it's, I can't be my true self. Like someone that gets a lot of these things that 
we believe in, it's like you just instantly connect. Mm-hmm. And I love that. And I'm so excited for all these new people to come into mine and Mark's lives that I want to learn from. Like I look on Instagram and I see people that are like having these parties that are pouring love into each other and you oh, know, wow. doing spiritual activities. And I'm like, oh, I can't wait for that. Like I love all that stuff. I'm just, it's funny. I never thought I would be in this place, but that's what I crave. That's what I I'm excited for. And I, and in, in every, every day I meet somebody else that, that I relate to and connect to instantly, not every day, but a lot of days. And I, and I love it. It makes me so happy and I feel yeah connected and I feel like I belong. Mm-hmm. That's what's so great. Yeah. So Sitting in first belonging. Yes. Brene Brown. If you haven't seen it, watch it, listen to it, re-listen to it, listen to it again, then I, listen to I, it yet again. I talk about that with my kids a lot. Yeah. It's your authentic hot. self and be with people that you feel like you belong. You're not trying to just be one of them. I know? truly believe that that is our only reason for being here, aside from connecting, is to be our most authentic self, our truest vibration to who we really are. Mm-hmm. Not from trauma, not from programming, not from genetics, not from anything else, but just whittle away to just shine your spirit so bright. Like a, like a light bulb that just says, keeps getting brighter and brighter and brighter because it keeps getting cleaned off. And yeah, just, you're just unapologetically you. Yeah. That's what I love. That's and why I really truly believe that's why I got sick. I mean, I believe I got sick to get to where I am today. I mean, I never thought I'd say it, but I'm so grateful that this illness presented itself because I would never be where I am today. It's um, helped you become the most authentic you. Yeah, most people. And I, and, and, and I think that I did get sick because I wasn't being authentically who I am. I was living the life that I thought I was supposed to live mm-hmm. and not hurting other people's feelings because I wasn't by not speaking my truth. I didn't, I didn't want to speak my truth because I didn't want to hurt people's feelings. And then once right. I started showing up in a way where I was authentic and not giving a shit what other people think and not taking things personally, that was all part of that healing process. I remember when we first started working together and that was one of the things that we worked on or talked about actually probably every day we talked, every time we talked, we talked about that. <laughs> Even back then, knowing that how different you were becoming because you were starting to let go of the need to get approval and please and be perfect. And parts of me do go back to that. Like I did something the other day where I was being authentic and speaking my truth and my opinions about things going on might be different than other people's opinions about things going on. And I don't judge people for believing what they believe, but please don't judge me for, you know, believing what I believe. And I got super passionate about it. And the other person on the line, you could tell was not so thrilled with what I was saying. (laughs) And when I got the phone, I kind of had, I felt yucky mm-hmm. and I felt like I, I just kind of crossed the line. I started worrying about like, oh, do they think I'm crazy? Do they think this? And I come on saying to myself, like, who the fuck cares? Mm-hmm. You know, like who, it doesn't matter. Like, let it go. Like you're, you're just being who you are and saying what you think. And if that's the way they're taking it, that's fine. Right. It, at least I'm acknowledging it, but it does show up still. And you don't know that on, the person on the other side was like, wow, Amy really knows who she is and what she believes in. And Um, Maybe I don't believe in that, but she seems to think that it's okay to believe in whatever you think you should believe in. We're getting to a point on this planet where we're just going to have to be okay with other people thinking differently. And that's, I've decided exactly. Yeah. And it's so interesting. There's so many different realities going on right now, currently, 
Like sometimes I, and TikTok is a great way of really noticing this, but sometimes I'll get a TikTok where I'm like, okay, yeah, that's what I thought was going on. And then, and then I'll get another one. I'm like, oh, we've made so much progress. Yes. Like, and then I'm like, is this real? So I go back and forth and it's very interesting, but I, I do think that there's multiple dimensions, like 3d, 5d going on. I think that there's, it's so funny because you hear about two earths, like a lot of people who are in the spiritual community will talk about two earths. So there's going to be the 3d and the 5d, but then it's like, literally, first of all, they found another earth in this time period, which I thought was amazing. Yeah. It's galaxies away, but it's another earth. It's like the most similar planet that they've ever found. There's another moon, by the way, which they found recently. I don't know why, but anyway, (laughs) that's weird. And then hello, like the metaverse is like where people are talking about that. They're going to be two different worlds that people are going to live in and everything that you have in this current reality, you'll have in the other metaverse reality. If you participate in it, like you'll have a car that's different. You'll have a job that's different. You'll have family that's different. Like it's nuts. I don't understand it yet because obviously it's not here and it's all a, a concept, but it's creating a world where things are very different, but it's two earths. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, this is crazy. It sounds like a movie. Yeah. Well, uh, yes. A lot of this, these past few years have felt like that. Um, well, we are I, Spider-Man tonight and it's all about the multiverse. There's, well, there's another Spider-Man that came out. Yes. Oh, well, all right. Yeah. <laughs> like all the different, uh, let me know if Aiden Marvel... can see it. Okay. I'll let you know. I think all the different like characters of different Marvel movies that don't necessarily haven't interacted, come into it. So it's like a whole like multiverse thing. I'm not the spider. I'm just going along because my husband is crazy into it and kids are really excited about it. So we're all going as a big family. So it'll be fun anyway, but that's crazy stuff. So yeah, yeah. it's been awesome chatting with you. So great. This is so fun. I think we had, I had my best year I've ever had in my entire life. And I just know 2022 is going to blow this one away. I actually think I might've had my best year too. And I don't, that seems very funny, but I feel great. (laughs) I feel the best I've ever felt physically. I feel the best I've ever felt mentally. I feel more at peace. I'm super happy and super grateful to be here. And I encourage everybody to take this time when we are undergoing all these craziness out in the world and connect to the most important thing you can connect to, which is yourself and have that why of like, what are your biggest goals? Like my biggest goal this year was to get healthy and everything I did, I tried to match that up to my goal and say, does this match my goal? And if it does, it's a hell yes, go for it. If it doesn't align with your goal, don't do it. Right, right, totally. Yeah, it's one of the things I've been asking myself is what do you want more? Do you want that slice of bread or do you want to lose weight? And I am losing weight. Like it's fucking happening for me. And it's awesome. I'm really super excited. I want to leave the listener with, oh my, that's weird. Did I clean up the cards (laughs) (laughs) while we were talking? What the hell? Okay. I guess we moved past that. (laughs) So we're going to go with the top one that ended up on the top. Okay. I'm going to have to review the video. I can't see that. I can't see that down that far. Okay. So how are you making a difference in the world? Ask yourself that. I like that. Spirit overrode what we were going to do. Yeah. How are you making a difference in the world? The other two questions were, if you weren't afraid, what would you do? And what was the other one? And do you remember? It was something like about 
hard or risk, something about risk. Oh, yes. I love this idea. So, and then, oh, here we go. They're they're right here. (laughs) They're over here. So it's what risk are you happy that you took? Oh yeah. Because so here is the magic in that question. Those are when you followed your intuition Mm -hmm. and that is the universe saying to you like now and then to listen to your intuition because cool fucking shit happens when you do that. Yeah. So when you take a risk, cause so a risk is like, this is probably not going to work out, but like, I have a feeling it will. Usually it's a calculated risk. I'm not saying to take crazy risks. That's if you review the times in your life, when you took those risks, it was likely because of your intuition and it helps to solidify the fact that you, when you take risks and listen to your intuition, cool shit happens and you can create more, more cool shit. Amen. (laughs) Yes. And what would you do if you were not afraid? Take those with you this 2022 and see what you can create, see what you can do. Push yourself, listen to yourself, honor yourself, and let's evolve this 2022. Yes, let's do it. Thanks, Aim. Thank you, Amy. I'm so proud of you and congratulations on completing 75 hard. Thank you so much. And I'm proud of you. Keep up the good work. Thank you. All content provided by Amy Stark and or her guests on the Stark Transformation Show website or other platforms, including text, images, audio, or other formats, are created for informational purposes only. Always seek the advice of a physician or qualified health provider with any questions you have regarding a medical condition. Amy Stark is not a doctor or a therapist.